0: Well, hey there, Mark. How we doing? Someone's
1: got a podcast, of wonder who. What was that, Mark? I don't think I heard you someone's got a
0: podcast of wonder who oh man I, that, that can only mean one thing someone's got a podcast of wonder who and as much as you guys want to think it's not mark having too much to drink someone's got a podcast of wonder who that can only mean that we are doing an episode of dang old podcast right mark
1: Someone's got a podcast. I wonder (laughs) who. Yes, that's right. This is the Dangle Podcast. This is the weekly King of the Hill podcast where I, Mark, and my good buddy, Johnny, we've got a podcast, and it's not you. Jeez. We take two episodes of the beloved adult animation classic King of the Hill and we talk about the goods and the bads and the highs and the lows. The the ups and downs, Johnny, if you will, in this veritable glass elevator of a podcast, because those in glass houses should not cast rocks, but those with the diminished gluteal syndrome should press a ham
0: yeah that they should you know those glass elevators they go upwards and downwards and sideways and
1: slantways and all the other places and schnozberries whoever heard of schnozberries will not me but then we hit them with our patented rating system and uh yeah let's get into it yes. i just want to sing the birthday song more nope. that's no that's not more what we're birthday gonna song. do song no, no more, more of that
0: <laughs> uh so everybody today we're gonna start our episode with 95 We are 95 episodes into King of the Hill.
1: 95 episodes,
0: John. We are at Hank in the Great Glass Elevator, Mark. Original air date, February 11th, 2001. Written by Jonathan Collier.
1: Collier. Collier. I don't know. Collier, if you do it wrong, if you're a self-professed genius. It's (laughs) the Bideox.
0: Uh, you know, one of these days, one of these guys is actually going to get a hold of us and be like, dude, stop mispronouncing my name. This is how this is going to work. But until then, you, you're
1: you at our discretion. It's Jujay. Jujay, not Judge. <laughs> Jujay. There you go. Mike Jujay. Shush, 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 So, give me a second. got going to yawn. Ooh. Someone everyone okay, had to yawn now, I wonder who. <laughs>
0: uh so for this uh this week's episodes we've got uh hank in the Gra- great glass elevator our cast of characters is hank peggy bobby hill luann platter dale and nancy gribble uh it says joseph on here but i'm not i don't think we saw joseph he that stands episode.
1: next to luann at the barbecue oh, okay so he, he is there, there as much as uh nancy is which is to say not at all but okay. yeah
0: fair enough uh we've got Boomhauer, bill dotrieve uh i'm gonna guess that khan is also there he stands next to me at the barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And we have a picture of Buck Strickland, but I don't think he shows up other than that, because he doesn't show up to the barbecue at the end. No. Uh, we have... A picture of Buck. The, I think that's what it is. It's, I, I noticed it specifically. He's shaking hands with Hank. Okay. So, uh, we have the debut. It took us 95 episodes, Mark, to meet the infamous Lenore Dautrieve. You mean the iguana's back? The ajuana is back, Johnny. No, 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 no. This is the official and real human Lenore. You know, the one that made Bill's teeth fall out.
1: You were there, <laughs> Peggy.
0: <laughs> and then we also have a cameo from former Texas Governor Ann Richards.
1: Mark, actually, the Texas like it's it's Ann Richards. Like it is. It is. God damn it! That's cool. I don't. I don't care. It's cool. It is.
0: For you and I who like to rail on uh, you know, local government, I think it's kind of awesome that she took the time out of her day to come out and check this out, right?
1: Well, for former former governor, not if she was like acting governor and I don't know.
0: I almost want to say that the the, the current acting one is like uh, Ted Cruz, but he's just one of their senators and he's a dummy. But Uh, so,
1: just for funsies, as... Governor Richard reformed the Texas prisoner system, uh, establishing a substance abuse program for inmates, reduced the number of violent offenders released, and increased prison space to deal with the growing prison population. So I can't tell if she's good or bad, but okay. We, I mean,
0: we can get into it if we need to, but it should be good. Uh, so, Mark, our synopsis for this episode is that Bill charms his way into a new relationship with the former governor of Texas. But he has a hard time letting go of his ex. Is that fair to say?
1: Someone's got some skeletons, I wonder who. Oh, poor They're Bill. They're all up in his closet, I wonder who. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> That's the last time I'll do that, I promise it's I'm sorry. All right.
0: It's this is, uh This whole episode, it really makes you feel for Bill. Yes, it does. It's, uh, it's a hard Bill episode. I feel like we've had a lot of those...
1: In a short amount of time. This is different Hard Bill episode, though. This isn't, like, Not Before Christmas where Bill is, like, be I think... Okay, I know it's different. Bill's not a pant load. It's true. This is Bill self-sabotaging. This is Bill... Confident load. Confident load. Okay. This is Bill nailing both the Dixie Chicks load. It's Okay. Yeah.
0: So, our, obviously, our A-story characters here are Bill and Ann Richards. Our B-story characters are Peggy and Bobby. Yep. Because we do have a legit B-story here for for a change. Um, I feel like we haven't had one of those for a
1: while. Mark, why don't we get into some notes, man? Let's get into some notes. I don't know if you... I hope you don't mind. I have an astonishing... I'm just going to show you my amount of notes. Oh, fucking notes. That's quite a bit. That's a lot of notes. Also, listeners, Johnny's in the studio again. We're not as excited this time, since we've been drinking for several hours, but yes. We're still excited, but just different. Um, so I'm just gonna take it away here. Yes, Hank, you can leave early. You can leave ten minutes early on a Friday. Get off it. Johnny, if I had a nickel for every time I knock off, like, 45 minutes to an hour and a half early, I'd have a shitload of nickels. (laughs) I think this might be Dale's first like weird, so he, he uses sco, like sco, 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 like right. the, the, the conjunction between let's, let's go, let's and go. So sco, I think this is the first time he does that. It might be. It's definitely uh, one of the most pronounced
0: ways that he's done it.
1: But it's also a very like, we'll see later. It's a, it's a definite gribblism.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely
1: um we have a music cue here i missed what it was at the pool party but i picked up what it was later on and there is hungry like the wolf by duran duran Mm -hmm. this is what we're blowing our music budget on duran duran um dale being enraged at the uh hotel counter my pastor will be furious he
0: wants to be put on the all kosher floor and his pastor will be furious (laughs)
1: The Jews don't have pastors; they have rabbis. I love it, um, see, Johnny. That so. So Peggy and Bobby buy a barbecue, right? They do. Yeah, you reckon that was in easy to lift hundred pound bags or just regular to lift <laughs> hundred pound bags? I, I mean, they got it from the megalomart, so you
0: gotta be, be sure that they're <laughs> going to be easy to lift. Now, Mark. Let's let's digress digress for just a second here. Yeah. How many cookouts do you think you would need to burn a hundred pounds of charcoal?
1: Oh, a shitload. Figure what? It's ten pounds a cook, right? Just about. So yeah. that's ten. Pa- so that's ten cookouts. Yeah. I mean that would that that's would last 10 weekends. you? Get yeah, last you the
0: whole summer. It would last you an entire summer. And they're going to give you a free grill to do it with. Like that's a hell of a deal. How much do you think they would charge for a hundred pounds of charcoal?
1: I. I dude, I haven't bought charcoal in so long. I don't know, like probably like what sixty bucks in two thousand one money. Okay, so I mean sixty bucks
0: to keep yourself grilling all summer—that's a pretty damn good deal. I want to know. I'm curious. I I want to say I I pay about forty to fifty bucks for my propane, and that lasts me about a summer. Yeah yeah give like take, i can make right? a I can make a can of i can make one tank of propane last me about a summer because i don't do a lot of like family cookouts and things like that and i'm pretty good about making sure that my nozzles and everything are closed right after i use it so i don't see a lot of gas escaping you know i, I get good tank wipe stuff
1: <laughs> feet to head, we're all dead, head yeah, dead yeah oh you know it okay uh what what other notes you got, buddy? Sorry, I looked at Bill's birth date and now it won't show me because it's being stupid. But I just for like continuity's sake. And he's gotta be around sixty-three, like Hank, right? Well it is sixty-three, so according to Um the wiki, he was born June twenty second. Okay. And just so we're talking about like, you know, yeah, this would be a, a very feasible sale for Megalomart to have. It absolutely get this bag of charcoal. It. Get this fucking like it's right at
0: the beginning of the season. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who would you moon if you could moon anybody right now? Just we'll say you have like teleporter powers. Who are you gonna moon now? Is it is it going to offend them? If you wanted to, I hope like if it does. It's, if it's going to ruin
0: something, okay, then,
1: okay. If it offends them in the way that you sexually harass them, no, it's not gonna. But if they're like, "Oh God, it's an ass," so like, if it's going to ruin
0: something for them, not necessarily like mess them up too bad, but yeah. just like ruin something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the Kardashians like right in the middle of something fancy and schmancy like the met gala they were talking about how kim kardashian had to do all this crap to get in a Marilyn Monroe dress and, all this. Oh, and i'm yeah. like you know what i would love nothing more than ev to photobomb every one of your stupid pictures with my ass you're oh that's good that's what i would do you know i'd make i'd make my ass worth it Ooh, that's really good what about you buddy oh that's so good <laughs>
1: You're welcome to, to tandem with me if you really want I would love to tandem with you But I've got one that might be close to home for you too I am so sick of getting robocalls from this bitch Lower, Lauren Bobert is getting my pressed ham If you can moon every Kardashian pick For the Met Gala I would have like Just moon every Lauren Bobert campaign rally For the next like Eight weeks There you go Yeah Um Johnny, this episode, holy shit, what is this, episode 90, what, 4? 95. 95. And we finally, we've been quoting this episode since day one, goddammit. Just about, with our rating system. With our rating system, what is it, buddy? It's, I mean,
0: we start at the very bottom with charcoal and how filthy it is under the boys' fingers. (laughs) I make sure to do it every time.
1: Yeah, and I think I mentioned we're gonna go pray. Like, holy shit. Um... Did you just notice um, Lenore's date at the dinner? It's literally a, little bit, a yeah. weird ginger-like daywalker version of Bill. It is. He's got like curly hair and all this other
0: stuff. No, I did notice that. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you wrote something down, though. It, that makes me wonder,
1: does Lenore have a type? Okay. Lenore is obviously not a serial killer, but she's okay. a serial... I assume she's a serial life fucker-upper. Okay. And so she knows what she wants to fuck up. And it's Bill. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the fuck does that even say? Oh, I forgot how gross Lenore is. Yeah, she's Man, not so Man, like, Leanne is hotter than Lenore. I think we can say. She's not as abusive, though. Different abusive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Still as bad, just different. Well, you're taking out of one of my notes here. I was going to ask you, you know, who's trashier, Lenore or Leanne? Leanne is trashier,
1: but Lenore's a bigger bitch. Okay. Okay. And finally, um, I really like uh, Ann Richards' uh, duck of Hank at the baseball game with, oh, you think charcoal's trash too, right? And she goes, I don't even know what she says. She just like, Yeah, as a politician, I'm honest, and just ducks the question. Just completely ignores it, doesn't answer him at all. Doesn't matter, just gloss over. How about notes, buddy? What you got for me? Um,
0: I I wrote down here first first note here, Hank is such a party pooper. He doesn't want to have fun, he doesn't want to change his shirt, he doesn't want to fly the kite, he doesn't want to duck out early, doesn't even wanna sing Bill's song with him, like what the hell? it's uh it's interesting just to see it's very on character for hank not to want to do any of that stuff with him but yeah i I don't know i I feel like he should have cut loose a little bit faster in this eventually he gets to it and and, you know we end up getting to see him do the pressed ham and everything else but i don't know there's a part of me that really wants to see him really like get into it with the guys go make a fort with them i know you get silly with them on occasion if you hadn't been such a a stick in the mud you would have done it yeah so yeah i definitely wrote that down here um dale like he kind of runs this whole episode at least uh, the beginning this whole trip that they're on like he's the the head of a clique he's regina george man he kind of is yeah and i noticed that i'm like and, and i'm okay with it a little bit because it's dale and i like i like it when dale takes charge of things but at the same time I'm like eh, I don't know this isn't very you. This is kind of off character. While it's very on character for Hank to be kind of antisocial and not want to really get it, get into the the chicanery and uh, monkey shines if you will.
1: Of room this episode, theft. <laughs> room theft, exactly. The mooning.
0: Um Dale gets he gets a little too much at point and it's it's not to say that this isn't in his wheelhouse but it like Him taking charge is not in his wheelhouse, right? Well,
1: I don't know. Because now that you... Alright, so, like, we could do, um... Oh, Hal. Not in my backhoe. Okay. Any, like, yes-ands Bill into stupidity into the pet cemetery. Yeah. Um. Uh, flush with Power. Yes-anding himself into the shenanigans with the tower. Yeah. I... Hmm i don't know with hank around usually he there's
0: there's but like a semblance the, okay of who's
1: the leader of the group
0: it's hank is it's it, always hank
1: is it oh, or yeah. is it dale no it's and always dale hank. is content to stand back and watch hank i don't know it's a good maybe question. i'm drunk maybe i'm drunk maybe that's my problem <laughs> that's okay um
0: anyway just something to kind of think about i'm, I'm not used to seeing dale in this like click role. Yeah, but it, I mean, it definitely—it's not the weirdest thing I've ever seen him do in this show. Um, so I have done here as a note that Ann Richards served as the Texas governor from 1991 to 1995. Okay, so it's—I think it's pretty impressive that people still like know and recognize who she is. You know, what six years later, if this is 2001, yes so six years later i mean mark can you can you think of any of our previous governors like right now we have uh polis for for colorado and i know hickenlooper was before him hickenlooper and, and everyone hated him and then um
1: but i don't know who's Roner, right i don't even know no gardner that piece of shit fucking fascist cory gardner yeah was it was he governor senator he was somebody he was a big monkey like he, monk. i
0: think he's still a senator or he lo- just recently lost it anyway like, whatever fucking boo
1: boo is his spiritual successor like
0: no it, i just find it interesting you know like you and i are we're pretty well clued into our local governments and things like that and yet i can't name a governor past
1: salazar
0: him. no i think he was a uh, I think he was a senator as well. I don't know the difference between governor and senator. they are all the same <laughs> shit. If one goes to Washington, the other one stays here. Yeah, they both do nothing is the <laughs> point. Um, but I think it's kind of cool. I think okay. it's kind of cool. Um, hey, Mark. Yeah. What do uh, Phil Graham and Lane Prattley have in common? They're both horse's asses? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> I, I feel really bad, guys. I missed one. Last episode, I didn't mention that Lane Prattley is a horse's ass. But you know what? I'm coming back with a force today. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what I got because we already talked about Lenore and Leanne. Yeah. At this point, I mean, Bill is, he's notched three different, three different women.
1: Okay, so Bill nailed Leanne in Leanne's saga. Right. Horrifying. Both the Dixie chicks. two Both of the, the three. Dixie chicks. Violetta, or I don't even know which one. Rose yeah. and Lily Cause Violetta was a cousin Right Yeah So yeah So far fu- So so far three Yeah
0: So if he uh, If he Makes the uh, Makes the eight He eggs, did if butt will, stuff
1: with Ann Richards I'm gonna call her now You know the Bill did butt stuff with Ann Richards I'm <laughs> sorry that, I mean
0: that gives him four Yeah You know He almost had a fifth A uh, couple episodes ago But
1: He kinda nah, mucked he that porked, up a bit he porked that one Yeah But Unless he fucks Wally I don't know Yeah <laughs> Uh, Mark, give me some pros here. Pros, ah, uh, pros. Uh, Hanks, We haven't had a good Boo-ho-ho-ho! in a hot fucking minute, and Hanks doing that in the elevator was fantastic. Agreed. Don't know what that says. I love Bill's get the fuck out of here face <laughs> when like the guys are kind of there, and he's just like making like get out of here. I'm about to get it in. I like it. I like Bill about to get it in. <laughs> yep. um I like Bill and Anne at dinner. They're really cute together. They seem like they they mesh really well together. They genuinely like each other. I like her a little bit in the fountain. I christened the the Fontaine de la Torre d'rieve. I like Bill like pick like Bill tapping into his like okay. so he at one point he picks her up in the fountain mm-hmm. and carries her. We know that Bill's a goddamn ox. He's been an ox. Yeah. He will be an ox. He's the bulldozer. He's the bulldozer. But he, he's the bulldozer when he doesn't need to be. I think that's a very sweet moment. Yeah. Um. And finally, Boom Howard's beer drop when Bill just casually drops. L- uh, Lenore showed up last night, and Boom Howard drops his beer. Yep. Boom Howard remembers when. How about you, buddy? What you got for pros? <laughs> um. So, I really like that the guys are all getting away for a weekend. Like, when was the last time we saw them
0: actually go out and do something like this?
1: I want to say, what, next of Shin? When they went to Vegas to, like, kidnap Cottonback? Maybe. Or uh, Jumpin' Jack Crack Bass? Yeah,
0: that was, like, season two, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen the four of them go somewhere that's not in Arlen, Durndle, or McMainer. Yeah, like, actually going out to pal around. Yeah. And, Hell, when's
1: the last time we saw the guys palling around?
0: I mean, maybe. Well, I mean, technically, we saw them in Naked Ambition. We saw them all go out
1: to the river. Okay, Gortubin, they're at the lake. Yeah, but that was like the end oh, the of the river. It. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was the end of it. And they had no, but they brought too. their families. Like, exactly. that's not
1: that doesn't count. Yeah. So
0: I uh, don't. It's I found it really kind of cool that they they basically booked like a, a guys' trip down to what is it, it's Houston? Yeah, and. Um, I was like, okay. I thought no, I felt like that was pretty cool. No, they fucking named the hotel after it. So yeah, I mean, they go to Austin together. I th- I think that's really sweet. Yeah, um, dude, Bill's a stand up guy. He takes the fall for Hank, knowing that he's going to get his ass sent home.
1: Bill is always the stand up guy, though.
0: Yeah, but it's it never really has as many as much stakes for this, and it's almost never for Hank. Like you've seen him be a stand up guy for a lot of other people, but he's never really had to for Hank before. And The fact that he does, it's like, eh. I love his little line of, um, do, let me take the fall. It's it's a shorter fall. I for don't me. have
1: as far to go. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really sweet. Um, but like, but like, what is, what is, what's Bill gonna lose? His commission as a bar, uh, an army sergeant barber, a position that already doesn't exist, versus Hank Hill can't be manager of Strickland. Who falls farther? Like, really, yeah. really and truly. Um, yeah. Um, and I think
0: it's, uh, up until this episode, I did not realize, Lenore makes a comment about them going to school together. Yeah. And I never realized that she went to school with the rest of the guys, meaning they've all known her for years. I mean, why not? They've all kind of known each other anyway. They have. I mean, it's, they make a point to say, you know, Peggy went to Arlen West. Yeah. And, um. Lost Love.
1: Hey, boom! oh yeah, whatever her name is. Um, no, that no, that was that was you and I's weird headcanon. cannon, you're right? Was that Peggy was, yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, I have no idea where Dale and Nancy met. Like, I don't know. Do they ever really get into that?
1: I will keep an eye on it. I we, guess we
0: must have to because maybe it's the alcohol talking. Mark, huh. I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, we have a whole episode that's dedicated to their wedding, and we've learned a lot about them and their their past before, but.
1: This um, season, I think this season we get into the bug-gribble stuff. And we then we we'll might see that too, but yeah. But,
0: yeah, so I don't know. I, I've never realized that Lenore went to school with them, and really, the guy should have known better than to let Bill go off with her if she's as, as awful as she, per, like, is
1: perceived to oh, be. Oh, yeah, is terrible. Lenore is man-like con. Lenore, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh, well...
0: I'm done with my pros, man. You got pros, you got
1: cons. What I you gave you me? my pros. Let's do my cons. Um, number one at Luann's party, pre-assembled burgers. Yeah. I don't know. Con for me. I prefer a burger bar type setup. Um, before we go too far into this. Yo. Mark, I feel like we,
0: you and I should actually describe what the B plot is here. Because we mentioned it very briefly.
1: Yes. Okay, so, um... Uh, Peggy and Bobby go to a pool party at Luann's place, and Luann is cooking with charcoal. And they realize that charcoal is the superior cook fuel. The uh, yeah, the burgers
0: they've got are they're much tastier, and basically, you get that like
1: smoky flavor.
0: They they come to this this realization that Hank has been cooking with propane all these years, and has never even tried charcoal, and they've been missing out because of it. It all kind of culminates at the very end, but I I love the the scene where Bobby has this steak, and Hank says, well, I cooked it like I always do. He's like, yeah, I know, and he dumps an entire bottle of ketchup on it. (laughs) Yep. It's like, oh, man. That makes you really wonder, like, how bad is, how overdone are some of the steaks that Hank is making? Not overdone, but it's,
1: I get it. Yeah? I really fucking miss charcoal. But charcoal is unfeasible as, like, not a single man, but as a single man. If I was having, like, 20 people over my house on a even Saturday, yeah, charcoal it up. But okay. it's, like, it's unfeasible for me. Like, propane is the... The turn-on, turn-off It's more economical. Aspect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, man, I'm cooking a steak. I don't have all goddamn night. To, you know, start my coals, get my coals there. All right, thank fuck they're there. It's only been an hour and a half. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Cook your stuff and then sit there and wait for another two hours while they burn themselves out. Also that, yeah. Like, two and a half hours later, I'm already drunk. Come on. Not economical. Nothing economical? Burning your house down. It's true. Yep. Um, Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Though. No, uh, not at get, all. Let's get some more cons up in here. More cons. Um, God, I... Man, I just got to call it Pool Party Luann. Oh, oh man. There she is. That next, is a con. next, um, That grill would still be hot. She goes to, like, restart it with more charcoal briquettes. That mm-hmm. that grill would still be hot. Because so of the... the long fuel efficiency of charcoal. What? Well,
0: so would the one that uh, Hank is, he throws also in the Also that,
1: can. but I'm willing to bet that Hank is so ready to get this shit out of his, like, backyard. He just, like, burns himself. That's true. Um, use conditioner, Hank. Just use conditioner. He makes a point about one room, one shampoo, no conditioner. You don't know want my hair is so fucking curly? Conditioner, baby. Heck yeah. Use it, Hank. Ketchup on steak is a con. It's always a fucking con. There's no excuse to make ketchup appropriate. And just finally, as a con, I have goddamn it, Bill. <laughs> how about you buddy
0: it's well it's the only con i have here goes right off your goddamn it bill and it's that his self-sabotage is really hard to watch but it's very on point and very on character for him this is different than just normal pant load bill yeah this is a bill that knows that he's he's got the world on a string and he, he just can't figure out how to delineate between Lenore and Ann Richards. Now I can't feasibly see a future for him and Ann Richards beyond what they really went for. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. No, but at the same token, like I would ride that as long as I could and not try and go back to my ex. You'd think he'd have a little bit more self-respect, you know, after how many years, how many years previous was it that, that, uh, lenora left him like how many years has she been gone dale says it at some point in this episode seven
1: years or something right yeah
0: and it's like dude why are you letting her back into your life after seven years i don't care how nice she is i don't care you know how fantastic she looks but it's more than
1: seven years at this point too because now i think we're what we're three years into the king of the hill timeline like just about two or three we've had three christmases right and that's my like marker i don't know So,
0: I don't know, it's, uh, that's like the one big con I have for this episode, is that it's hard to watch Bill self-sabotage himself. Yeah. It makes sense, and it, you know, it works for him, and it works, you know, thematically, but it's just, it's hard to watch. Um, this episode, I like it, but it makes me sad. Because you get to see Bill be happy for a change, and then it just completely comes crumbling down
1: on him again. I don't think it crumbles, though. Bill kind of, like, it's a net gain. Okay. Like, yeah, he's not going to get Anna Richards back, but he dated a former Texas governor, right? He did. So, like, that's got to be, like, a weird feather in his cute little pork pie hat. <laughs> Stupid ass hat. Um, he kind of got one over on Lenore. I think maybe this one, like, so we had in Pretty Pretty Dresses where, like, he goes full pant load and goes insane and whatever. But, like, then he realizes, oh, she's not coming back. Well, so now she has come back. Literally the worst thing that could happen to Bill has happened to him. And he kind of just took it all in stride. Okay. I don't know. Cautiously optimistic for Bill in the future. Like, even though I know the answer to it.
0: Well, and he does get his comeuppance in the end. I, I will say my favorite moment of this entire episode, Mark. Because we're totally going to skip right into favorite moments here. Hell oh, yeah. Is uh, him just shining his bare ass right in her face when she's getting up in that window. God damn And you. Dale's reaction in the background.
1: Ah!
0: <laughs> it's perfect. Because she just goes, ugh. Because she's not expecting a big hairy ass in her face. Um, Did you expect it to be hairier? I, a little bit, but I'm glad disappointed. They, I'm glad they didn't go the big mouth route and just drop cubes everywhere. I'm kind of bummed he wasn't fully infinite walrus, but yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've got two more favorite moments here, Mark. One, you've already just kind of beat the shit out of on this, okay. and it's someone's got a birthday. I wonder. And I, I swear, if I'm if I'm not singing that to my wife on her birthday, I'm singing her the Futurama birthday song, or I'm singing her something stupid.
1: But it's also, amazing. you and I, for fucking years, have called and or text each other on our on our respective birthdays. Yep. Someone's got a birthday. I wonder. How...
0: It is very special between the two of us for sure.
1: <laughs> yep. Excuse um, me. And
0: I have another one. The other one I've got here is Bill just saying, I stepped on a koi. Because <laughs> he's so proud of it. He is so proud of it. And I'm like, oh,
1: Bill, you, you simple idiot. <laughs> what about you, buddy? You hit it. You already hit it. It's the Bill Mooning Luann. Or, wow, Leanne. Wow, Jesus Christ. Lenore. Thank you. <laughs> I wrote Luann for some reason. Bill Mooning Lenore. God damn it, I did it again. Bill Mooning. Bill Mooning, uh, Lenore. I think yeah. it's hilarious. I like the, oh God. And then Dale's, ah! <laughs> it's great. He's the perfect person to observe it. Yes, he is. I've also got a retro reference rage for us. Okay. Mooning. Johnny, it was a simpler fucking time. Yeah. People have you ever anymore. pressed a ham? Yeah. I know you have. You know what? Fuck that. Man, I don't remember the circumstance, but I remember you and I mooning out the green room window. Mm-hmm. We mooned a lot in college. We, we did. We we're carried, bad boys. We're, we're bad boys, Johnny. We,
0: we carried that tradition. I will say that the, my most favorite memory of mooning someone or something is I pulled a straight up season one Dale Gribble to my own mother. That is. You got your ass beat by a bush? No, just about. Just about. No. Uh, so my younger brother uh, went to school about four hours away from where my mom was. And I drove up with him and my mom and my wife and my stepdad all drove up in a different car. And we're on the highway and we're passing each other and all this and that. And my younger brother, who's driving at the time, decides, hey, I'm, I'm going to pass around. You know, they're not going fast enough. My car's a little bit lighter. I'm going to go Whatever. So he goes to pass them, and I say, hey, slow down for just a second. We've got enough of a lane. This will be fine. And he goes, okay, why? What do you want me to do? I said, just watch this. And sure enough, I dropped Trowel, stuck my big white ass right out the window, and had him roll down the window. Mm. I I swear to this day, my mother has never forgiven me for it. Now, she always laughs about it when she talks about it. (laughs) However
1: that's how you know you're in trouble when she laughs about it yep Yep. going
0: 65 70 miles an hour with a with the window down completely my brown eye was exposed to the freaking world and uh yeah my my wife my stepdad and my mother all got to see it and my little brother basically never forgave me for it (laughs) he was also going very very fast and i sat there just jabbing him in the sides trying to get him to To screw around and, like, not swerve his car. (laughs) And he didn't think that was very funny either. But, you know, that's what an older brother does. That's what you're there for, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you've done that same sort of shit to your brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, Mark, I think we're about ready to rate this bad guy, right? Yeah? Do you want to give us a rating system? I can give us a rating system. So it is as follows at the very bottom here, we have our charcoal rating. A charcoal episode is a terrible episode. You're never going to want to watch it again. You may watch it one time in your initial run through and then there's nothing to it. There's nothing really fun. It's not a good episode of TV. You get really bored with it. You just want to turn it off. Uh, next step up from that is a Megalo. A Megalo is kind of like a bronze tier. You've got a couple of good memorable moments, but for the most part, it's not a very good episode either uh on the on occasion you can you know find something memorable in it but for the most part this probably isn't going to be something you rewatch either maybe if you're uh if you if you're having just a few drinks with your buddy and you have nothing better to do you'll turn it on but you're probably not going to pay much attention after that you've got your butane and a butane is a bastard of an episode because you love to hate it and you hate to love it it's kind of like a silver medal A butane episode has got a bunch of good stuff, but a bunch of bad stuff in it as well. Uh, Sometimes it's like, okay, you've got some really fun character development. You've got something funny happening, but the story makes absolutely no sense, and there's plot holes everywhere. That's a a, a clear sign of a butane. It's a middle-of-the-road episode. It's kind of meh. You'll turn it on, and you'll probably play on your phone, but you may look up every couple minutes or so. You're still going to like it. You are. After that, you got your Char Kings, and your Char King episode is your best, some of your best episodes of King of the Hill. They've got funny characters, they've got great storylines, they've got something unique about it that is very King of the Hill. Uh, the only difference between a Char King and our top tier, Blue Flame of Valor, is that a Char King episode, you need a little bit of context for. So, you need a little bit of background information to understand the characters and really get some of the jokes. Now, A Blue Flame of Valor, this is our S-Rank special tier here. This is some of the best episodes of TV and King of the Hill you're ever going to watch. Uh, these are episodes that you can show to somebody with zero context and say, hey, I love this show, and you will too. And here, just watch this. And they're going to agree with you. The, these are our, our unicorn episodes. Um, you know, Mark and I, we, we've got a handful of them out there at this point, enough to, to get somebody interested in this show if they've got a couple hours but uh, with that being said, Mark, let's get this guy rated. What uh, what'd you give Hank and the Great Glass Elevator?
1: I gave Hank and the Great Glass Elevator a butane. It's okay. an all right episode. Um, Nothing happens. There's no stakes. There's really no right? consequences. Like, I guess Bill is better off for having done the things he does, including but not limited to Ann Richards. But okay. Yeah, I. it's fine. It's a butane. Yeah, sure. How about you, buddy?
0: Uh, I gave it a you King. Okay. So just one little step above, Um, you know, so, so does that make it a, a two king?
1: No. <laughs> no. No? it doesn't. Um,
0: I, You know, I, it's a great episode. It's fun to watch. It makes it like
1: a, uh, what is that? It'd be a Hectane, right? A Hectane. Because Hectane is the one above propane. Yep. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Um, it's It's got a really bizarre guest star that unless you're from Texas, you probably have no idea who Ann Richards is. Right um but i mean she's very lovable in this episode she redeems bill a whole lot in this episode and i think that says something you know it's that, good to
1: see bill not be a pantload though it really, like
0: it is yeah it is we saw him get hit real hard in our christmas episode this season so it's really nice to see him dig himself out of we that see hole
1: you him get hit hard in every christmas episode god it's damn true. it's all so he knows how to do is get hit hard well, Mark, uh, with that, I say we move on to our next episode. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Welcome back, listeners. It is us again.
0: <laughs> it's a little strange starting at the next morning, isn't it? <laughs> Just a touch. Just a <laughs> weird bit. Weird bit. Uh, so we're going to continue on here with episode 96, Now Who's the Dummy? Uh, original air date, February 18th, 2001. Uh, written by good old Johnny Hardwick i'm not surprised
1: this is a very very good dale episode fantastic dale episode yes um
0: and oh god we get we get one of our all-time favorite like tertiary characters mark oh my god yes uh, we do it's <laughs> are you ready for a cast list i'll save him till the end give me that list, baby so we've got hank bobby wow we've got hank bobby and peggy hill luann platter dale and nancy gribble Boomhauer, bill dotrieve mr jerry popper uh he's voiced by tom poston Um, We have a cameo by Bug Gribble. We have It's not listed in here, but you and I both uh, heard a speaking role from Dale's mom in the flashback. Uh And I don't know if she's got a name. No, I don't think so. Uh, And then, of course, Mark, who's the most important character in this whole episode? Chip Block. I mean, Chip is pretty important. But uh, for this episode, he probably is the most (laughs) important. All right, who's the most important (laughs) character that gets introduced and is going to carry this (laughs) series on his his uh, sweaty latino shoulders his
1: broad broad latino heat shoulders yes
0: octavio octavio is here guys oh my
1: god we watched it in real time listeners we talked about octavio in um uh, Nut before christmas dale has him parking cars and i was so excited because like octavio's my- mentioned yeah yeah he's my favorite character It's like holy shit did he show up and he didn't but he was here today johnny we saw Octavio. This is as
0: momentous for Mark as uh, uh, Gilbert D'Autrive was for me. <laughs> yeah, Like, we have our favorite secondary characters, and I don't think it's any question that yours is Octavio, mine is Gilbert. Oh, it's so oh, glad. Yeah. I'm so oh, glad yeah. we have Octavio. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, here's my synopsis, Mark. Bobby learns to become a ventriloquist and forges a bond with his dad, while Dale plots his revenge on a childhood terror. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, put plainly, Bobby, uh, he... The the bulk of this episode is him basically trying to be a ventriloquist from some old guy that he met doing the nursing home follies. Uh, That's uh, Jerry Popper. He was on the Tonight Show once. He likes telling people about it.
1: He did windshield wipers.
0: He did windshield wipers and everything else. It was a simpler time 60 years ago (laughs) when you could be famous for sticking your hand up a puppet's ass and, and making crappy jokes. Um... And uh, Bobby finds out that it's really easy to connect with Hank using the puppet, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, so our A story characters here: Bobby, Hank, and Dale. Uh, the childhood terror we are talking about is Dale has a really traumatic experience with the chip block doll.
1: A very traumatic, yeah, like
0: like it's a uh, it's one of our our better acid trippy scenes, I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he uh, kind of freaks freaks the hell out. In the best kind of way the best
1: dale kind of way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um mark let's hear some notes man all right some notes number one speaking of how easy it was 60 years ago i'm pretty sure that jeff dunham killed ventriloquist thank god
0: yeah god he was real popular for a minute wasn't he
1: yeah in 2000 like when we were just like hey man we can be racist and 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 we can double down on ethnic stereotypes that people were at war with Hooray! It's a talking Halloween decoration. Yeah, as long as it's a a
0: puppet, nobody gets mad about it. We can have Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. That's hilarious.
1: You had a couple funny jokes. I, you know... Like, I will come out and say that Jose Jalapeno on a stick was fine in 2004.
0: It's fine. I... Honestly, the my favorite of his puppets was always Peanut, and Peanut doesn't fucking like. He's not making fun of anyone. I always thought he had the best jokes. Oh,
1: well, see, I always hated Peanut. I hate all. I I I hate Jeff Dunham. Fuck Jeff Dunham. That's my point. <laughs> We're not
0: talking about Jeff Dunham here. This, this ain't, ain't
1: shit. Dang old Dunham cast. <laughs> it is. This not. ain't the silence. I kill you cast. Um. Still see people wearing that shirt too. Oh, Breaks my heart. Yeah. Um dating advice from king of the hill last week we got cotton hill talking about using old blue eyes to grease the rails and this week johnny we have dating advice of you can't just put your hand in him
0: yeah it's true (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah popper just basically looks at bobby you 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 can't just put your hand inside of him
1: (laughs) i don't know what hbp means hit by pitch hit by pitch there we go i just (laughs) she had it coming (laughs)
0: i i like it when we talk about athletic peggy yeah i really do i wrote that down in here as one of mine is that we make reference to her softball career again because she was a legitimate athlete she probably still is i think right yeah well it's probably what what initially drew her and hank together yeah you know they have that in common together like obviously it's not the same sport but
1: athletes like athletes it's just kind of what it is yeah Um, we got a fence jump out Okay, okay, we got a double Dale in this one, dude. We got not only a a couch bump when he falls off the couch and takes it on his spine, Mm -hmm. but then we have the fence jump. Mm, I love Dale fence jumps. Yes. Uh, Dale, we get confirmed this episode that Dale is a shit shot. He's so bad for being president of the gun club. So what? Nine plus, so he's got two nine clip rounds in his nine. I think they're nine shots. Six clips. Or six rounds. In the automatic? Yeah, in well, the... That's,
0: that's what they showed on screen. Oh, oh yeah.
1: I've, okay, okay, sure. So we'll just say that he emptied 18 rounds into it, because he also had the six-shooter. Yes. So he emptied 18 rounds and didn't hit that damn thing once. Nope.
0: <laughs> or he, he didn't hit
1: at the actual, like, target
0: lines once. He hit the paper a couple times. Yeah. Um, I also think this is the most
1: we see Dale with guns. It's... Yeah, for a while. But, like... We talked about the gun club, and he hasn't really done anything with the gun club yet. Right. But, like, uh, last time was um, Pregnant Paws. Yeah? When he had the, the, the flower box with the shotgun in it. Right. And this one, like, he just has that pistol in his glove box. like. Uh, but, yeah, when he's the smoking
0: bandit, like, you know, you'd expect him to be more... I, I don't know. Menacing? Sure. But at the same time, if Dan was any more menacing as the smoking bandit, it wouldn't be such a big, like, it would be a much bigger deal. He'd be the Unabomber? Yeah, he would be the Unabomber?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, too, have seen Happy Gilmore 50 50 times, and I, too, hate Adam Sandler. (laughs) But not because it's all poo-poo jokes, but because I watched Hubie Halloween and fuck you, Adam Sandler. Um, Do yourself a favor, he redeems himself with
0: uncut gems. Sure.
1: If you want to watch Adam Sandler gamble. Yay. I I don't know. Oh, no. He's
0: an awful human in that movie. And it's that's why it's entertaining to watch because he's not even trying to fake it.
1: Yeah, but I don't want that either. Just go back to doing Billy Madison, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> um, Who's Kevin James going to play in this one? <laughs> Trotsky. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I have the note. Did he chloroform the dummy? Never mind. <laughs>
0: I love that he buys chloroform for the dummy.
1: I think he bought it for himself. Because that's get, like his like exit strategy is like, you wouldn't hit an unconscious man. Yeah, he gets more use out of it. But also chloroform takes
0: minutes. Yeah, it's not instantaneous, yeah.
1: but we know that. Movies and TV have ruined me. Um, And finally, you could tighten up Bobby's arm, Hank, if you just wanted to be a decent father. Johnny, what do you got? uh well, I, I,
0: I love that. Yeah, if you just sat and threw a ball around with your kid maybe an hour a day.
1: Ten minutes a day, like Ten
0: minutes a day for a couple of weeks, yeah, his arm would be tight and he would be a lot better at it if he wants to do that and he likes to hang out with you because you're his dad. Like, what the hell? Uh notes. I think that it's really interesting that Bobby knows what the masters are because of their jackets. Very Bobby reason to know a thing though. Yes. Now he mentions that he's watched Happy Gilmore about 50 times and they make it a point to talk about the gold jackets there, which is not the masters, Yeah. They're, but there is gold jackets in some, one of their big tournaments and shit. So that makes me think he, he actually looked it up or did some research on it after watching it.
1: Yeah. We Bobby does a lot of research in this one. Yeah.
0: Um, so Tom Poston, the guy who does the voice of Mr. Jerry Popper. Uh Tom Postin was he was a regular on the uh Steve Allen show. Oh. This is Steve Allen, the inventor and creator of the POG. You're welcome, Simpsons fans. You're welcome. Oh
1: man. <laughs> See, I thought you were gonna reference, you know, Steve Allen, the award-winning writer of such wonderful books as cooking, Steve Austin. <laughs> Steve Steve, Austin, Steve God, Allen. <laughs> cooking.
0: cooking both of them. And the joy of cooking, Steve Allen.
1: Enjoy of making love to Steve Allen. <laughs> you ever been around a naked Steve Allen?
0: <laughs> no, he's the inventor of the pog, Mark. That's, that's, that's um, right. My bad. Honestly, no, with all those gags, because that's <laughs> the only exposure I have to Steve Allen and the Steve Allen show. And if he is really like that, that I can absolutely see Tom Poston, like, working essentially as um, uh, Mr. Popper on his show. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I can absolutely see that being a thing where Steve Allen just is like, hey, we're just going to do a bunch of shtick here. And why the hell not have a, a guy with a ventriloquist dummy? Because I can work off a dummy because mm-hmm. I'm Steve Allen. So it, it made a very it made a lot
1: of sense to me. Have um, you ever seen, like, actual Steve Allen bits? No, I haven't. Yeah, maybe? Like, I have never seen it. That's our homework. We're going to watch some Steve Allen bits oh, and God. we're going to... Okay. Yeah. If we could look up minstrel shows for last week, we can look up... Oh, yeah. It's, it's very true. those were hard to watch um yeah that film quality was trash i mean no the reason you're talking about (laughs) um mark johnny i have a question for
0: you yes why does bill have bags of hair in his house
1: because bill is exhibiting serial killer tendencies this is a weird thing i don't know maybe he doesn't maybe that's just something that hank thinks he does (laughs) i want i gotta (laughs) hope that that's just something that hank thinks he does hank is ignorant about it I just, like, uh, who's, who's a barber that I know? Well, Bill's a barber. I bet he's got pounds of hair. Yeah. <laughs> pounds. Oh,
0: God. Oh. Uh, and then, Mark, how much does it cost to get a hit from Octavio?
1: 60 bucks, right?
0: Yeah. $20 now,
1: $20 later, and $20 for expenses. Which, in 2001 money, would be like... Like uh,
0: 150 bucks. That's now about, it feels about,
1: yeah, buck fifty. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's what I've got for notes. What do you got for pros? Um, I have one more note that I didn't follow up on. This oh. was, our air date was what, Johnny? January 18th? Uh, February 18th. February 18th. We are seven months, six months and nine days away from nine eleven. Counting it down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we were I, obsessive this, with Columbine, Was so... I this
0: bad about Columbine, Mark?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were. Fuck. <laughs> okay anyway pros um the guys uh shushing dale i just like it they all kind of rebuke him together it's a funny little bit Yep. um i like hank's binge drinking in the alley bobby's playing with dolls (laughs) there i said that another (laughs) don't you think you've had another sir (laughs) um dale's flashbacks both of them i like both of those flashbacks Um, we have a costume change from Dale. Okay. So, okay, I'm just gonna step, I'm just gonna walk through this with you, because I thought it was kind of funny. So he sees Chip. Right. Freaks out, takes the header off the couch. Right. Jumps over the fence. And then... Posts up on his roof. He's in his fucking jumpsuit and beret, though. He is. He ran home and changed. Yeah, he ran home and changed, right? Then he crawled up on the roof. In the amount of time that it took Bobby to give some, like, stupid baseball trivia or whatever and to kick Bill out of his seat, like... But then, but then, we see Dale developing the photograph and he's dressed like Dale again. So Dale had two costume changes in this episode. Yes. And I think that's hilarious. Because it's such a Dale thing to do to, like, get into costume to go, like, do subterfuge. I love Uh,
0: it. In broad daylight, on his own roof.
1: (laughs) Yes. Man, I kind of want to see, like, just off episodes of everybody else on Rainy Street, like, that goddamn Dale Gribble up on his roof again? I, I don't know. Oh, oh good, the hills are burning toilet paper in the alley. Oh, we really need to move, like. Right? Bringing the shut-in out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They replaced that wall nicely. (laughs) That's all I got for pros, buddy. How about you? Uh, I got quite a bit of these, actually. I, I think I liked this episode more than I was expecting. More I, than, yeah, right? Like, I, I came into it going, oh, it's it's a puppet one. Okay, whatever. I, like, I remember not hating it, but um, I really like how excited and genuine Bobby is about the show business aspect of being a ventriloquist. Yeah. Like, we haven't seen that from Bobby in a while. He, he gets a chance to almost do his prop comedy. He gets to, a chance to talk with somebody who was in show business, was on the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. uh, for all intents and purposes, worked with the creator of the Pog, Steve Allen. Uh, <laughs> that's his title from now on. Um, so I just I I love it, man. I love it when Bobby gets jazzed up about something, and I think his passion for this is why Chip works so well, and the fact that he, like you said, he does a lot of research on this is really it, it speaks a lot about him and how much he wants to. Connect with his dad. He goes, "Oh shit! This is a really good way to do that." Yeah, um I love Dale's subterfuge in this whole episode because he does it like four times. But my favorite one is specifically not him watching Chip, but him watching Octavio.
1: Watching Chip, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, oh god, this is this is perfect. This is Dale to a T. It's so much up to the point where he just like. I gotta let him go and he starts drafting his like, <laughs> I, I'm really sorry, this is the hardest Best letter I've ever, ever had, had to write, write. Oh, um, I really want the cell of Dale that, that he's, the animation cell of him gagging himself <laughs> like, not with the one where it's around his face, but the one where it's in his mouth, Yes, because he's like half smiling, hey help I <laughs> just, I want that Uh, and i have written down here it's a pro that dale buys chloroform for a wooden dummy (laughs) i absolutely love it i also i appreciate his determination he knows that hank is a good enough craftsman to put chip back together yeah so what
1: does he do two chairs of toboggan yeah he
0: chips chips up two more two other chairs and of toboggan with chip just to mess it
1: up but that's what i got for pros you want to jump into cons uh, yeah, I got only a couple cons. Number one, golf. God, shoot me in the head. <laughs> um, con that raw egg trick doesn't work. Okay. So the protein in eggs is only activated if you if it, it hits a certain temperature, and so cooking them is better. Okay. But the only reason people drink raw eggs is because they watched it in Rocky and That's, or Beauty and the Beast. Also. Yeah, like... Of course I go to the Disney movie, my Well, because I know that's a hangover cure, too. And yeah, it is, because you get that, like, raw protein or whatever. Prairie oyster. Yeah, but like... Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm fucking allergic to eggs, and that makes me gross. Like, oh. Um, no, but like, you gotta cook the eggs to get the protein. Guys, cook your eggs. Um, Con, bags of hair. Yeah. <laughs> con, ventriloquism. Jesus. I'm really glad that some art is dying yes and i think we can both safely say we're glad that ventriloquism is dying are
0: you telling me i need to not set up a patreon where i can uh figure out how to do ventriloquism and get paid like five bucks a month for people to watch me do crappy jokes i can do simpsons memes as a ventriloquist dummy come on
1: well it fucking writes itself let's go it
0: writes itself (laughs)
1: listeners keep on out in august everything's coming up millhouse buddy (laughs) Um, yeah, cons, that's pretty much all I got. How about you, buddy?
0: Um, I, as somebody who watches baseball, it's like my favorite sport, Mark. Okay. And so as somebody who watches baseball, Bobby using every single obnoxious term for a home run without seeing a home run drives me up a fucking wall go. That's a round tripper. He's hitting all the bags. Okay, I fucking hate that. Okay, It's obnoxious when old dudes that have been doing this fucking job for 60 years do it. It's obnoxious (laughs) when young dudes do it. It is not funny. Nobody cares how inventive you are. Tell me it's a home run. Tell me how far the dude fucking hit it. And tell me who's next in the rotation. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who doesn't like that sort of old
1: school pageantry from baseball. But I fucking hate it. Give me some more. Like... This is, this is something I know nothing about, and you're very clearly upset about it, and I like it when you're the angry one.
0: I, like,
1: I'm trying to think Okay, here. like, so, like, strikeout. You going one for strikeout.
0: It's so, I'm trying to think, um, that's a punch-out right there. And what? it's because the fucking umpire punches out when he does the third strike. Okay. So they call it a okay. punch-out. Okay. But, like, it's... They have stupid little weird names about it. And it's like, nobody needs this. Don't be cute with it. Nobody needs this sort of color commentary because we're not fucking listening to the radio. It's not 1920. Nobody gives a shit. I'm watching it in real goddamn time in high definition as if I'm basically right fucking there. The only thing I'm not smelling is the shitty beer and really bad hot dogs. Like... Oh, it drives me nuts. It's it's tradition that needs to die in that sport. Okay. That's why no one fucking watches baseball anymore. Okay. Because they treat it like it's the fucking 1920s and people can only listen to it or watch it there. Okay. And it's like, no, 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 no. You need to fucking evolve with this goddamn sport. Sorry, I apologize. That was a little much. I but... like it when you get
1: angry. It's great. I love and, it.
0: And it seems like a stupid thing, but I, I can almost guarantee every baseball fan has got something they don't like. And the only reason they like certain commentators is because they've been around for 30 goddamn years, 40 goddamn years. God, the one dude who just retired from uh, uh, the Dodgers, Vince Scully. Okay. Uh, like Okay, do you remember the Gabbo episode of The Simpsons? Yes, I do. That came out, what, the mid-90s? Yeah. Gabo at one point says he can imitate Vince Scully. And yeah, da, 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 and he does this stupid shitty like armor hot dogs fucking thing in the middle of his goddamn song in the middle of the 90s. Vince <laughs> Scully just fucking retired two years ago. Okay. And that is his goddamn thing. Is his fucking commentary, his bullshit, his color on the goddamn radio is <laughs> what <clears> throat> throat> kept him famous for 60 fucking years. <sighs> <sighs> like, it was boring back then. So... I'm done with it. We're cool. We're moving on. Beautiful. We're moving on. Uh, Hank does not ever freely admit that he loves anything except for two things, Mark. He loves propane. Uh And he loves his dog. Yes. And he will be open about that. Within three fucking days, he drops the, I love this guy on ship. Yeah. And it was weird to me. Yeah. I don't like it. But that's what I got for cons here.
1: Uh, All right.
0: Favorite moments then? Well, favorite moments. Um, I don't have one. Really? It. I don't have anything written here for favorite moments. I. I mean, can we just say it, it, Octavio? Sure. The fact that we now have Octavio can be a favorite moment for me. Absolutely. Um, I like Dale being paranoid. I like him constantly like chloroforming himself. Okay. But nothing stuck out. Like no good one liners from this. Okay. I don't think. What about you?
1: Uh, the army surplus store. Okay. I like him picking up the bandana, screaming into it. That doesn't work. Stuffing it into his mouth, screaming into it. That weird sense of, that weird smile of satisfaction he gets. Yeah, like, this is going to work perfectly. Because he's going to gag a dummy. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, who cares? He does gag the dummy, by the way. I know, but like, <laughs> okay, it's a psychological thing. I understand. Whatever. Do what you got to do, Dale. And then the clerk looking at him, and Dale looking irritated at the clerk for looking at him irritated because Dale has yep. stuffed a bandana in his mouth and is screaming. But then also, uh, that post-credit scene, holy shit. He's writing another letter to Octavio. and just gets the shit scared out of him
0: by little little Bobby. <laughs> I do love that Hank is doing it with him. He says, that's
1: right, Bobby's ventriloquism is fun over under how much do you think they fuck with the dribble perimeter i hope a lot i do right I like, really hope a lot at I hope least that... two of the three guys if not three of the three or something yeah
0: i really hope that hank does it more than he lets on because that's got to be a sense of like like god that'd be so much fun i would do that if you if you and i lived in the same damn town mark you and i would be doing that with each other's like video doorbells all the time just be like, who's who's detected at my front door? Oh God, it's Mark mooning me again. God damn it!
1: Oh, there's Mark, my brown-eyed girl. <laughs> I wouldn't show him my asshole. Listeners, come on now. <laughs> Not without consent. <laughs> We've been buddies for what twelve years. You've consented at this point. Shit. <laughs> Well Mark,
0: uh, if we don't really have any more favorite moments, let's get this guy rated so we can get out of here. Let's do her. What are you giving now who's the dummy? I gave it a King. Bu King. Okay. I gave it a King for the ending of this episode, which we kind of glossed over, but I can I can go into detail for a second. Here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Peggy makes a very poignant and like just very aptly delivered line of you know what Maybe when you're done here, you can make your own perfect wife too. Like she knows and sees exactly what Hank is doing, and she sees how badly it's hurting her kid, mm-hmm. and you know, letting him figure it out on his own by just kind of nudging him in that direction, it kicks him into the the perfect gear. I, it's a very good like misdirect because he goes right back to sanding, and she looks all satisfied, and then she gets all sad when she she hears him sanding again. Yeah, and then it's a perfect misdirect because he shows back up and he's got the little bobby doll, mm-hmm. and to me. I love it. He doesn't even fight fight it when Bobby's like, let's go to Iron Chef. Yeah, let's watch Iron Chef. Iron Chef. And you can tell he doesn't want to, but he does want to spend time with his kid. Yeah. So he goes, okay, two out of one, whatever. We'll yeah. make it work. And then he plays around with him in the end in the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. So I like it. There is some genuine growth between Hank and Bobby in this episode. Even if it's just at the very end, Hank can kind of see how much work Bobby has put in to learning his shit and goes, oh, maybe I can learn
1: some of his now. Is this too close to Propaniacs?
0: Mm, I don't
1: think so. I feel like that was a better episode about comedy, and I know we, like, bitched about how bad all the, like, sketch comedy was out of Propaniacs, but, like, I don't know. I like that one better than I like this one in terms of, like, a show business comedy route. Where Hank is kind of involved. And maybe it's because it's more of the bonding between Hank and Bobby, but, like, I just don't... If this one would have come first, I could have bought it better than I bought it... If, no. if, does that make sense if you watch... Well, and they, they're if, relatively close, too. That, but that's what I mean, like... Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Because... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, also, is this our, our Bobby is Good at Something episode this season? No, he has to try really hard. Okay. He he studies, he does his work, like... And he's not good at ventriloquism. No. They take... They make the point to animate, like, his, his like... His lips moving. Yeah, they, like, and... make a point to animate it. He's not good at it. It's just... Hank can talk to him. Okay. Also, goddamn, I need to see a cutaway scene with the manger babies and, uh, Chip. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: I, it says Luann is in this episode, but once again, I didn't see her. Not in this one, no. Like, we have a significant, like,
1: loss of Luann, and I don't know if it's
0: because Brittany Murphy was starting to blow up and was getting busy at this time.
1: This was 2000, this was 2001, so, they would have done it in 2000. What was going on in 2000 let me let me look it up here well i'm doing
0: that mark why don't you give me your rating
1: yeah um i gave it a all right here let me do it like a ventriloquist i gave it a mutant that's really tough to do yeah but you didn't see my lips move um yeah it's a butane. it's fine real middle of the road hank's kind of irritating i guess i'm just kind of tired of watching bad dad hank episode or not bad dad but you know what i mean like yeah we've already seen hank being a better father than he is and i don't know Nothing that I can see. She did Girl Interrupted
0: and Drop Dead Gorgeous in 99. Okay. But she didn't do anything of like real big note, honestly, until 2002. Yeah, 8 Mile, right? Yeah, and then 2003 with Just Married. Yeah, so... So like, I don't know. I always forget that she's in Sin City. Mark, we need to rewatch Sin City. Probably. I haven't watched that in a long time, and I love Frank Miller. Um, Okay, so we got this guy rated... We see if we get the hell out of here?
1: Butane and a... uh King I'll forget what we call our cute halfways. <laughs> um, yeah. But before we do that, Johnny, do you still like King of the Hill? Mark, I still love King of the Hill. How about you, man? Yeah, man. It's still pretty good. Like, you can't compare. You just... There's no way in hell that you could watch an episode and, you know, have it be Yankee Hanky. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's just... <laughs> whatever. Like... I'll take this versus like season four. Remember when season four was so spiky? We're like we had like, really, really really good, good ones and, and then, then really shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like at least this is consistently like post Yankee Hanky. Yeah, it's fine. Like it's we're gonna
0: good. finish out this season real strong. And I think this is probably why I only own the first five seasons of this show on DVD.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I I don't know how much better it gets after season five. I don't know if anything is honestly worth owning after season five you could just try and stream it somewhere. Yeah. You know, if I, if it came down to it and the end of the world happened and all I had was a generator and a DVD player, I wouldn't be sad that I'm missing out on season six through 13 (laughs) as much as I would if I missed one of the episodes out of one through five.
1: I would swap pregnant pause for Bill Bulk and the Body Buddies, but yeah, sure. Fair. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, of course there's always those little ones. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I should get out of here, but you want to tell those good people where they can find it? Oh, I guess I still like King of the Hill, too. I said that. Yeah, I, you yeah,
0: do. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do, buddy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I do. We wouldn't keep doing this shit if we didn't. Well, at this point, I need to. Like, I need the closure. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta. We're getting close to about a third the way through this. Pert near. This is, what, 98, right? 96. 96. God damn. Yeah. Oh, man. We're about to have our 100, ex- 100 episodes spectacular, Johnny. <laughs> yes. You want to tell those good people where they can find us, buddy? Uh, I do. Um. let's
0: see here. They can find us at dang old Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. They can also email us at dangoldpodcast at gmail.com. They can find me at krautballstream on Twitter. That's kraut as in sauerkraut, ball as in Swedish meatball, and stream as in MLB.TV, where you can fucking watch baseball and turn off the goddamn commentators. <laughs> you know, watch the fucking game for what it is. Mark... You can, whee! We're also already over a third of the way through with this. Wow. Because there's less than 300 episodes of this show. There's only 259. Wow.
1: There's the depression.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're almost halfway there.
1: Oh, damn! At At 125, we'll be halfway there living on a prayer um (laughs) uh, you can find me at marky stardust on twitter and you can find me at our sister podcast the two wizards podcast where every week me and my buddy josh take a variety of weird topics and we talk about them and uh yeah let's get the hell out of here buddy i would say so thanks everybody for listening we will see you next week we love you all everyone don't endorse ventriloquism